His reward. Our readings have some different themes today. One of them is of hospitality. I went up to Colorado for a wedding, and so there were all sorts of examples of, of beautiful Christian hospitality. One was the, the groom himself, who had welcomed some of his friends and people into the house. He gave them like the beds and stuff, and then he slept on an air mattress on the floor. And one of the groomsmen was telling me that, and he was touched by that. He's like, that was really beautiful. That in a, in a small way, he was to give, to sacrifice something of himself for the good of the other. In our first reading, the, the prophet uh, Elisha, Elisha, she, he, he goes to visit this woman, and, and this woman is moved by his generosity to come, and she wants to give something of herself back. And so she offers, you know, we'll, we'll give you a room with a bed and a chair, and, and you can come and stay with us. Which, you know, their homes weren't very big, and so to give up that space was a, a great sacrificial gift. And, and in giving of herself, she was receiving something. It reminds me of the gospel, Matthew 25, when Jesus says, whatever you, whatever you do to the least of these, you do for me. That when we show charity, when we, we give of ourselves sacrificially to another, the person we're ultimately loving is Christ. Something as simple as Jesus says today, whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink, because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. I I can't help but think uh, an act of charity right now um, that does not feel good, it feels sacrificial, is is even just this whole wearing masks, uh, face coverings, right? Let's just be honest, nobody wants to wear a face covering, right? Like, it's just uncomfortable. I know I've received emails from people saying, Father, there's a concern that people could asphyxiate because, you know, wearing a mask and stuff. And it's like, ah. I saw a sign yesterday, or it might have been yesterday, um, that they just it captured it. It said, uh, my mask protects you. Your mask protects me. And I was like, that, I like that. Because sometimes I wear a mask and people see me and they're like, oh, like, are you afraid of getting germs? We'll stay away. I was like, no. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid of anything. I just, I don't want to give you, in case I got sick, I don't, and I don't know it, I don't want to give it to you as an act of charity, as an act of kindness. That's why I'm wearing a mask. But it is. It's, it's, a, it's a sacrifice but it's a gift that, that I can walk away knowing that I have done something to hopefully help keep you a little safer. Because I love you and I want you to be healthy, and so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do that. So I, I want to give you what's good for you. But the greatest gift we can offer somebody that's, that what's good for them is the Lord himself. To, 
to bring the Lord to a person, to, to help them to know the Lord, is the greatest act of hospitality, the greatest act of charity we can ever give someone. I was picking up somebody from the grandfather of the groom's house, who had, he had welcomed some people and they stayed overnight, and they were uh, one night, and then he's like, come back anytime. Father, he saw me, Father Matt, you could stay here anytime. And he was just oozing with generosity. But then he, he was telling me, he said, the thing I'm really passionate about is this men's ministry I do, in which our last gathering, um, you know, before all this, we had 350 men that had gathered to just hear these talks and to grow as Christian men. And, and you could see just his love for this ministry and how he felt so blessed that to see all these other men come to know the Lord, that there was, that, that, that was nourishing to him. That as he gave of himself, as he gave in a Christ-like way, that he was drawn closer to the heart of Christ. I was talking to uh, an alum of NAU who was a missionary for a couple of years. And they shared with me that in this time where everyone's kind of going back home, that her family has, has given her a sense that they kind of don't want her. And the reason being is because they know she's all about the Lord. <laughs> And in particular, one of her siblings is like, you're, you're against gay marriage, and so I, don't want, I want to have nothing to do with you. And she's like, I have to live with this person. She's like, I love my, my sibling. I, I want what's best for my sibling. And yet, to be in that house is, is to be not welcomed. And it makes me think of the gospel today where Jesus, you know, whoever loves father or mother or son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up his cross and fall after me is not worthy of me. And it's not so much about worthy or deserving, but I think there's a purification of heart where the Lord's inviting me, do, do I love the Lord above all else? Am I willing to give the Lord everything even at the sacrifice of everything else. I mean, it's easy to give a cup of water. It, it might even relatively easy to give up our beds for a night. But am I willing to give up a relationship out of trying to love God first? That's hard. But there's something that happens in that, that did Jesus saying not worthy? I, what he's saying there is to not have the capacity. Um, that, that when we love God above all things, when we lose our life for his sake, he says we will find it. That when I love him first above all things, I actually learn what it means to really live. That, that when I love as Jesus loves, that Jesus chooses to go to the cross and to give everything as an act of charity to people who misunderstand him and accuse him of, of bad things, treat him unjustly. And when you and I are invited to, to love in that way, we're not, we're not purposely setting ourselves up to be 
not liked. But when I love God first, when I do all that, that, that there's something that happens in our hearts. We're invited. We, we actually open up a place that the Lord can come that he would not come otherwise. And so this, this, this alum was sharing with me how as, as she loves her sibling, that there's an incredible peace there. That I know that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I love my sibling as they are. Not to change them. It's not my job to change anybody. But, but how does God love my sibling as they are? And then I'm called to love my sibling as they are. That, that it actually, to give of ourselves in that way, is to open up our hearts to receive the Lord, that whoever receives a prophet will receive a prophet or whoever receives a righteous man. Because that, that as I receive the Lord's love in that way, what I'm doing is I'm actually receiving the Lord. That's the point. That when you and I love others, when we open up our heart where it hurts and it's sacrificial, it opens up something in our heart that, that could not have been opened up otherwise. And it gives us a greater capacity to receive the Lord. It's almost like it enlarges our heart to be able to love as Jesus loves. That Jesus' heart is almost like beating within us, loving this person through us, loving us. And so the reward that the Lord offers us is not, you know, I mean, it is an eternal mansion in heaven, but our reward is not anything. It's him. It's the person of God with us. That it's the heart of God loving within us, loving us, loving others. And we can't do that unless, we can't do that if we don't have his presence, his heart, his love, his flesh and blood within us. He is the reward.